0: This
1: is the Age of Pods, eternal casting. When we die... Hey, alright, welcome to the Age of Pods. This is it, baby. We did it. We made it. It's time to... This is like uh, if my favorite murder finally talked about, like, their favorite murder.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: this is <laughs> like when... Uh, if, if comedy bang bang... Actually, um, had a gun on set.
2: Oh, hell yeah. Shotgun comedy.
0: <laughs> this is like that episode of Parks and Recreation when they finally made the park mm-hmm. and recreated
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> This is like, uh... Julia, you got one?
0: Oh,
2: no. Uh, this is like if... Nope, they wore scrubs on scrubs, but they do do that.
1: <laughs> if they went to the scrub factory on scrubs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what,
3: if
2: they made scrubs on scrubs. Yeah.
3: This is like when... Th- th- that episode on community when they finally become a community.
2: That's my favorite episode.
3: This is like... Th- <laughs> this is like that episode of The Simpsons where um where bart starts making like weirdly uh adoring comments towards women and homer walks up to him and says you're a simp son
1: <laughs> okay
2: <laughs> <Boo>.
1: <laughs> <That ended
2: there. laughs>
1: and scene
0: <laughs> if you're still listening yes we're talking about the age of odds now the greatest Sufjan Stevens album of all time? Question mark.
1: Exclamation so.
0: point. Yeah. Exclamation point.
2: I wanted to ask.
0: And we're not alone.
2: Oh yes, I'm Julia, and I was going to ask the Jans if that was their favorite um, album, Age of Odds.
1: It's my favorite. It
2: inspired the name of the podcast.
1: Um, I don't know about these bugalugs, but it's my favorite.
3: Yeah, well, I don't know about these other two. Um i don't what's the bugger
1: (laughs) i don't know just kind of a just like a a a, a chum a chummy sort of way to say like yeah these these goofballs you know
3: Mm -hmm. i don't know about these other two oompa looms (laughs) but it's also my favorite
0: yeah i don't i know about all y'all three other people and yeah it's also my favorite uh on the same level as Illinois, I'd say. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and
3: it's, you know, we're gonna take it slow. We're gonna take it steady. We're gonna mix up the formula a little bit. Exactly. Yeah, Because if you looked at the episode description or title, you g- probably have noticed that we're only talking about one two-minute-long song.
2: <laughs> Wild.
3: That is Future Devices. But we do have a guest on, and expect this to be... How the show is going to go forward, unless this goes horribly and we decide to pretend that
0: this all never happened. A lot of <laughs> so, pressure on
3: you, Julia. Yeah.
2: Shit. I chose the wrong song.
0: When did you get into Sophia and Stevens, Julia? What's your story?
2: Uh it's the basic story of Casimir Pulaski Day. I don't remember where or how I heard it, but um that was the first song I heard, and then I listened to Illinois course um and then age of odds uh came out when i was already a fan so
0: oh, nice. yeah, yeah, you're one of the old-timer other. fans like me
2: is that old-timer
0: yes yeah compared oh, okay. to the yeah. other two um bang- bangalooties <laughs> on the pod they're like both 19 plus and like listened i, I think america was their first Sufjan song or something
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah no yeah i heard video, video game. game and i would- yeah. <laughs> exactly i was like huh this guy has got to figure it out i guess
3: yeah we recorded 23 episodes just in the past week
2: <laughs> just, just guessing a lot yeah. Of guess music. <laughs> yeah
3: yeah no but we we got uh i think both me and jen only got into it either when uh carrie and Lowell was like just about to come out or like when it was already out so
1: yeah i was yeah what, call
3: yeah. the new school
1: year after well year after but also like i was 17 right yeah. yeah 17 and that's a good that's a good age to get into sufian i think yeah for i sure. think i was
3: like around the same age because yeah i got into it a few years earlier but yeah for sure i would have been and-
2: 15 when age of odds came out and then karen lowell when i was in my early 20s so it's perfect Damn.
3: yeah absolutely and now a new do you think like a new generation is gonna get into Sufyan through uh, the, the ascension <laughs> because it's been five years since the last
2: one i i mean definitely for sure call me by your name got a ton of new fans
3: yeah i think that's more of a more of a thing uh which this song the song we're going to talk about today was apparently also in call me by your name i have not seen the movie
1: i haven't either so i can't confirm it for sure on a future episode maybe we
0: should watch that movie at some point (laughs) yeah (laughs) julia can you give us a quick summary of that movie
2: um big boy no sorry little boy love big boy and eventually big boy love little boy and it's uh-huh. it's meant to be tragic um but romantic um but to me the movie is just about great music and great um scenery but it's got problems you know you've probably heard about the problems because of I know about the problems yeah that's why the i was problems. hesitant yeah um it's, but like... it's, it's worth watching i would say
3: yeah i'm still hesitant but maybe Maybe we'll watch it at one point. Maybe we can talk about the problems.
1: Without it, we would never have yeah, Sufjan playing the Oscars in his Gucci suit. So
3: <laughs> you know that's true. I do like the I do like "Mystery of Love" and "Evasions uh, of Kitty" and they're good songs. So
2: exactly. And so the reason you brought it up was because Feudal Devices" is in the song but it's a remix
3: oh interesting i haven't heard that one
1: i listened to it today it's it's pretty you know it's that similar like newer sufjan dreamy synthy kind of sound okay mm. remix by someone named doveman no but it well it sounds you know sort of new age pop uh vibe
3: all right interesting so let's set the scene here because the last album we talked about was came out the same year as this one like yeah like two months um, earlier,
1: I think, yeah, like what a turnaround.
0: yeah, it's insane, yeah. and then in the in the like uh, press release, I think or in the in the talk around the age of Arts, we find out that Sufian was really sick when mm-hmm. he was, when he was working on this like he's he said he had some sort of virus that attacked his uh, nervous system, yeah, and he was like knocked out, like couldn't work for months. Uh, I, I took a this quote from this interview because I think it's interesting. Um, quote I was really really desperate to get better because I had started so much music I had begun all of these projects and it was recording a lot then when I went back to it I found it really overwhelming and I didn't know how to, pro- to approach it so this record the age of odds is in some ways a result of that process of working through health issues and getting much more in touch with my physical self that's why I think the record's really obsessed with sensation and has a hysterical melodrama to it hysterical melodrama is such an interesting (laughs)
3: way to put it
1: yeah wow that's so true though like it feels the rest of the album uh feels very danceable yeah which is one of its stronger qualities
3: yeah and like he also like i think we're gonna cover this in in a few episodes time i think maybe maybe it was for too much i'm not sure but like there was also a documentary about uh sufian's background dancers uh and the choreography and shit uh and like you know there was definitely also a dance for for too much like for the too much video which i will want to talk about next episode it's a very good dance that's all, all, all the like dancing is like definitely adds up with the physical self thing like look up any performance he did uh around this time like besides besides the one we're (laughs) we're probably gonna talk about today for future devices which was just you know being zoomed into his face but like big show performances were always like really you know extravagant and with a ton of dancing very physical
1: this is also when he's his stage uh outfit sort of changed from like the wings and the more casual appearance to like these big, you know, neon like uh, just maximalist <laughs> yeah. uh, outfits. It's really cool.
3: Yeah, and I mean the the wings were like Illinois era. Things were also like very uh, over the top, but that was more of right. a more of an Elton John <laughs> over the top thing. Like the wings got bigger, just wearing a ton of you know feathers and shit and, and wings.
0: reflective tape, like neon tape. Yeah, I mean what a life hack. Like, you, you want to, like, mix up your your fit. You just have to put fucking, like, neon tape on it. Like, some, some green, some yellow, and some pink, and there you go. You're a Sufya. You're Age of That's Arts. That's a good you're a life hack. It is. I like that.
2: You should also dress like that if you're biking at night. That's just a...
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> it's tip. also a great life hack <laughs> for a living <laughs> when biking at night. Got
1: to yeah. that visibility that would make a great halloween costume though you know if you're going around in the dark uh-huh. not this year obviously but you know
0: definitely
3: don't uh yeah uh, it's a i good... mean i'm not sure you've s- seen it but like, oh it's actually if you scroll up just a bit on our discord uh the former guest and future guest of the show stephanie also posted like her th- halloween costume that was just like the uh sufian age of ads outfit so it's beautiful. yeah definitely try that out um let's talk about i i was gonna like before we actually get into the song just to set the stage just a little bit more i went on to a very cursed place on the internet um, you might have heard of it it's called rateyourmusic.com
0: mm, i have not heard of that
3: so this is a very hard to navigate website <laughs> as i found out because i heard of it earlier but this was the first time i actually set foot on it it's like kind of a music review forum thing where people like users are gonna uh, rate new releases um or old releases and write up their short reviews it's kind of like letterbox or goodreads but for music uh and fuck i should have looked up the other scores for average on the other sofia and stevens albums because there's an interesting development here that radio music seemed to have like especially you know contemporary reviews from early like from 2010 or 11 they were not very kind to um to age of ads interesting Uh, and i'm gonna read out some of the reviews in okay. a second i just want to like compare the average scores here for a second yeah uh what's this age of ads the yeah, age of ads has an average of 3.8 out of five um god okay let's see Carrie and lowell has 4.03 um illinois has 4.06 michigan has like almost exactly the same score as h of that so it's like the radio music folks like this about as much as michigan
1: that's wild to I me do
2: know that it alienated a lot of people because of the sound of it but to the people that loved it it's i mean for all of you it's your favorite album yeah I think so.
3: I think it is uh, definitely an album where you were either like put off by the glitchy sounds or like really mm-hmm. like, fall in love with it. Uh, like here's a review by like from 2010 from a user named Canister of Film. And they said, this is a one star review. They said, with this release, Sufjan Steven now sounds less like Andrew Bird with an orchestra behind him and more like buzzing insects on a dead mule.
1: Hell Yeah. <laughs> I,
3: that's I not factual i can't see how like this sentence would be something that should be off-putting to people like this is a very cool thing to sound like <laughs> and andrew bird with an orchestra behind him is such a that already exists yeah he already has an orchestra <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like radiohead but with guitars like okay
3: yeah <laughs> Uh, here's another, like, this is a two-star review also from 2010, and uh, this reviewer writes, When Futile Devices started to play, I was excited, because it's the most Sufjan has ever sounded like Elliot Smith. Unfortunately, the rest of The Age of Ads is a batch of decent-at-best songs bettered beyond comprehension by pointless business and garish overproduction.
1: Yep. I can't disagree with that, uh, but, like, I don't think that's a po- bad... It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad Pointless
0: thing. business is, like, a cool... There's also a cool attribute of music. Yeah,
1: and garishly <laughs> exactly.
0: overproduced. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm just looking through. There's another one star
3: review that just says, it's kind of funny how much Better Future Devices and Impossible Soul are than the rest of the album, which is also funny because like Impossible Soul takes up like one quarter of the album, basically. So that would already be at least two and a half stars if these two <laughs> <Right>. songs are <laughs> great and, and you hate mm. the rest. Although I also can't see how you can love Impossible Soul and hate you know, Vesuvius, or too much.
1: Right. Maybe they just mean, like, the last bit, which I think is called Pleasure Principle.
0: Pleasure Principle, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. That's what they mean, probably.
1: Which, like, honestly, that's a smart move. If you're gonna, like, upgrade just, like, everything and, like, totally switch up your aesthetic... That's smart to have like a couple of songs that are like normal and that people are used to. So you can, yeah. you know, if you're doing the stripped down banjo fucking tiny desks performance, you can bust those ones out.
3: Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I just wanted to mention like one more review and then we, because I think, mm, let me find it. Yeah, here's another one. This person says, uh, I tried it once, I tried it twice. Twice. I tried it thrice. Finally came to the conclusion that I don't like it. I would much rather settle with Illinois. He just seems a bit too above his head on this one. What can I say? You either like it or hate it. You know? You know what? yeah sure either like it or hate it at least this person gave it a few uh tries
0: what is above his head i mean maybe that's just (laughs) but above his head that's maybe what happened to him like with with the fucking neural problems and that's why
2: he wears so many hats
0: and yeah they had the hats point to that of course
3: (laughs) they have sufian is wearing too many hats on this one i hate it (laughs) okay just this one last one because this is this is incredible uh the first two tracks are brilliant. Then he decides to turn into Animal Collective.
2: <laughs>
3: and then things get really painful on the ears. What the fuck happened to this guy? Excruciating stuff. Well
0: I guess we covered what happened to him is that he was very ill. But And also that he didn't he didn't want to do the folk shit anymore. He said it like yeah. he said he didn't like the sound of his voice anymore. He didn't wanna want sound of banjo anymore or the sound of uh trumpets.
3: And it's so valid, um, like you got. to yeah. this is like kind of why we like him, right? So that he just always moves forward. Yeah, he's very good at all that stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, right, and like like uh, when he was making BQE, he wanted to challenge himself to not write any songs. You know, mm-hmm. when you're really good at something, you can, uh, you know, is sort of like once you accomplish like writing the best folk album in the world, Illinois, then it's like, well, what now?
3: Yeah, like you can't expect an Illinois too. And if you want your, if you want to, you have the Avalanche for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just listen to the Avalanche again and pretend it's Age of Odds, and then give it a better score. <laughs> Problem solved. What does Rate Your Music give the Avalanche?
3: Oh, not very good, probably. Ungrateful. Uh, let's see. The Avalanche three point four.
1: Wow. Yeah. Bunch of ingrates.
3: I know. This is so. This is kind of weird to me because, like, as someone who, for my other podcast, goes a lot to Goodreads on on Goodreads, it's like if you're under uh like 4.5 it's like because everyone is going to give it an either five stars or one star right so there's not going to really? be any four star or three and a half star reviews yeah so there's no
2: half marks on so that. yeah, right. yeah. I mean, there
3: are but people can only like specific internet people can only give either top scores or bottom scores even though the review itself is going to be like well there were parts i liked and parts i disliked. one star
1: and a book is just more investment than music and like you Mm. have to kind of be active an active participant in reading yeah so makes sense uh do, do we want to talk about the song or do we want to talk about royal robertson
3: let's talk about the song oh do you know about i didn't do any research on royal robertson so
1: i know a bit about the guy he's one of those like uh sort of profit artists kind of guys as in ph profit like visions from god and shit uh
2: thank you for clarifying
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh probably didn't make much of a profit but um his work is very maximalist and if you just look up his name you can go to google images see a bunch of his stuff he did um i think they took they took some of his art for the cover um yeah But yeah, it kind of has this like comic book vintage but also kind of post-apocalyptic feel to it which is very uh, fitting for the album. Um, What
0: Sufjan liked about him, he said in an interview, was that it's like the eclectic and unideological way he used sources. For his inspiration yeah like the bible dreams that he had pornography and magazines like as uh yeah there there seems to not have been like a hierarchical hierarchization of maybe sources i think that's the thing that sufian liked about him
1: yeah that makes sense it says here uh, uh his work had references to the bible uh in quotes girly magazines comic strips, uh, science fiction. He was preoccupied with numerology and biblical prophecies of the end of days. Um, And yeah, very sort of comic book, uh, cool, surreal stuff.
0: He died in uh, 97 and he lived with a family of, I think, 12. Like he had a lot of children and a wife, but they lived in poverty all his life. And at the end of his life, uh, he became... More schizophrenic, like gradually, and then like broke with his family. And like he was, he was, uh, he was paranoid. He thought that his his wife was cheating on him. He thought the CIA was, um, monitoring him. Um, anyway, so his life like didn't end well and they lived in poverty all his life. But I looked now, uh, I found like his art in galleries and it now goes for like a thousand a piece. Like that's not bad. You could like. Mm-hmm. live off that now but yeah
1: well yeah so that's okay so sort of one of many posthumous uh successes
0: i think so yeah
1: so, all
3: right and okay and well, now I, we can talk I about guess,
1: yeah futile devices by mr stevens
3: futile devices
1: well boy it would, yeah, uh, wouldn't this? make much sense to talk about it right because uh because words are there uh-huh. The the <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> they're a. uh a tool which yes. doesn't uh, work.
0: Mm-hmm. It's such a good song.
1: <laughs> it's brilliant. It's
0: such a good song. I like what it's about. It's one of the few Sophia and Stephen songs where I really understand what's going on lyrically. Yeah, <laughs> Right. Same because i'm a dumbass but this is very obvious and and musically and it like it hits it hits so right and uh, it makes me so happy because it to me it, it describes like one of the best things feelings is like mm-hmm. being in love being in love <laughs> and yeah <laughs> oh yeah it's that, the- that rare topic in music <laughs> It does sound kind of dumb when you when you just put it like that. Well, but yeah, but like, but the love, the love that you feel that is not like, that not, does not come from family and that does yeah. not come from, I think, that's my interpretation, not from a romantic love. It's like the love you have for your uh, friends. Or I don't know if I want to make, if I want to draw the border between romantic and non-romantic, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. But like, well, this, neither this
1: Sufjan on this yeah.
0: song. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's kind of the point.
2: I, I, what I really like about the song, which is a lot, but it's so sonically different from the rest of the album. But lyrically, it's not super different. And the brevity of it compared to you yeah. know the album closer, it's not even like one fifth of how long <laughs> Impossible hey. Soul is. But it's short and sweet. Hey, what you know? What I
3: just realized, what that Su- Sufjan shares because we we have a canadian guest on our podcast right now i just realized something that uh sufjan shares with one of your greatest artists the bernaked ladies that both start an album with the words it's been
1: fuck me
2: thank you for that glad i could be here
1: (laughs) good interjection well, that's an interesting thing, though. Uh, like, to me, I think the there are some differences in the lyrics. Like, this is kind of the last time that we have a concrete, like, location in mm-hmm. the whole album. Uh, and, like, a concrete, like, relationship.
0: Yeah. Hmm. And you know what else? This song super isn't about God, for fuck's
1: sake.
2: Right. There's no ambiguity.
1: You yeah. can say that, yes. Well, there's
2: ambiguity, But it's not
1: Definitely. It's not about God. It's not about himself. It's not about uh what else isn't it about? Uh it is about uh, himself lying on the on the sofa there. Well right, but the other the other person he's talking to isn't also himself.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah yes, yes. I mean it's not about the most things if you think about it. (laughs) Like it's I don't know. It's not not about about uh, Skittles, it's not about going to the movies or uh, plants lamp yeah it's not about minecraft piano, piano desk
1: a little that's a mechanism. little bit about piano
0: oh yeah <laughs> desk fan yeah uh, can grab microphone your lamp. Lamp. lamp
1: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> garbage can
3: uh, uh. Mm-hmm. it's not about family guy funny funny moments <laughs> <laughs> not
1: about any of those things
3: no. um it's instead it's about just himself and another person and their relationship and i think that's beautiful i do agree with with all of you that um first of all yeah like what what jan said earlier that the lyrics feel much more concrete like and and especially i think this is especially interesting for age of ads because the later tracks are gonna get like very (laughs) obscure lyrically to me maybe because we're taking it slow as we mentioned er- already earlier so maybe like this taking it slow will gonna make me realize what the other songs are about more mm-hmm. but i think like those lyrics are much more abstract and much harder to like you know Vesuvius is much harder to like perfectly pin down what it is about and for this it is like just such a simple image mm-hmm. it really just eases you into this album i think like mm-hmm. and this this was the thing that the rate your music review has also said that it eases you into in with into with a song that they like like even if you're not into all the electronic glitchy stuff and then it's gonna get more experimental but for this this is a song that like uh you know wouldn't have
0: been you know it could have yeah, been an illinois sure. maybe but there are like foreshadowing elements for sure uh, one is that for no apparent reason there is a bad effect on his voice, <laughs> 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 like it's just his voice is just like a little bit in the background, a little bit like phone quality. Um, that's the one thing. And like in the last part, the 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 music, like the improvisation of the or like the the melodies that the the guitars play and the piano plays, they stay in in the scale, mm-hmm. but they get. A little more, they get a little um, out of balance, maybe, or like they they lose their like um, they lose their calmness a little bit. So that could be also be a f- foreshadowing for the big break that comes right yeah. after the song. Yeah,
3: I do feel yeah. like the the instrumental is just getting is getting like more intense towards the second half.
1: Yeah, sort of builds. It's like when you have the sustain pedal down on a piano for too long, it's all gets a little mm-hmm. muddy and just sort of yeah. there. It's kind of, this song is like falling asleep, you know? And then the rest of this, the rest of the album is like a dream.
0: Oh, that's great. Interesting. Interesting. And then you
1: wake up at the end. It's great. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's, that's beautiful because yeah, because that's beautiful. Cool.
1: I truly yeah. did listen to this
2: song on repeat overnight and I had good dreams.
1: It's such a good song to like have on repeat.
2: Yeah, it really is because of how short it is.
1: Yeah.
3: And I love the... I love the ending part like this is in my opinion I sometimes mention things that are I think are cool in a song Mm -hmm. and I mentioned on like all delighted people I think it's cool when a song just starts immediately (laughs) with like no instrumental lead up and this does the other cool thing where it just like ends immediately like he just says words are futile devices and there's like no instrumental lead out or fade out or whatever no you know ending piano solo just cuts off and then leads immediately into too much and i think it's that's very cool very cool effect
2: yeah so true
1: this is a great song
3: also it's like words are futile devices this is just such a such an epic (laughs) one-liner that he needs to like I, i think the fact that this just ends there just makes makes that hang there in the end air even more somehow because it's no you know there's no musical resolution to to the sentence you just Mm. kind of made to think about it
1: and that sort of sets up the rest of the album in the way that the words going on from here are very abstract and yeah hard to parse is because well there's only so much you can do with just words Mm. and Sufyan's gonna try his best to sort of create the rest of his vision and what he's trying to say with the soundscape. Yeah.
0: I Uh. told you about this already on a different episode, but Mm -hmm. to me, the song is really connected with like, yeah, falling, falling in love with your friends in not necessarily a romantic way, but it doesn't have to be like defined in a way. And, um, I think maybe subconsciously this line and i i want to say i love you but saying it out loud as hearts and words of futile devices like made me like want to say it to people yeah because i think i think it's nice i i know it's like i know a lot of people feel feel weird about like saying i love you to friends mm-hmm. but i just f- feel like doing it because it's true yeah and maybe that's because of the song somehow
3: i do feel like there's a weird uh, societal um thing put on <laughs> saying i love you like there's the that classic you know uh teen drama plot when one of the characters in a new relationship says uh, i love you too early and then, yeah yeah and that's not gonna be resolved for three more episodes i think that's so dumb <laughs> <laughs> i hate that shit <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's like you know kind of societal it's like
0: made out to be such a big thing Yeah, because this is actually, oh my god, I could use this word for how I think it's intended. I think saying I love you to your friends is queering friendship because you're confusing like the normative concepts of friendship and society doesn't want to be confused about concepts. Shit.
1: Damn. Yannis, you got any swears? (laughs) What? (laughs) Julia and I both swore, so you gotta, you gotta swear, <laughs> yeah,
3: That's oh, it. Fuck.
1: <laughs> there we go. That makes a lot of sense, though. That's a good. That's a good take. Good take. Yeah,
3: damn, we're smart. Uh, I was gonna. All right, let's look at some more aspects. Uh, I think like the, the intro line is just so good. It's been a long, long time since I've memorized your face. Uh, I don't know how do because you... for me personally, it's so hard to like actually perfectly memorize someone's face you know uh-huh i don't know if there's people who do this easily but for me i need to know someone really well and yeah. having seen them for a really long time regularly that i'm i can like perfectly recall
0: their face and even then it's a little yeah
2: hard. i mean if you're memorizing someone's face you kind of do have to be staring Yeah. <laughs> but, so
0: and also you would need to like i thought about i thought about this song in context of like internet friendships mm-hmm like it's you'd have to spend a day with a person like see their yeah. face and movement like yeah not just pics
3: yeah and i mean that that did like not to be personal but that did like actually totally change how uh, like when i met you and evan and uh tampus and bridget in uh in stockholm that was like mm-hmm. you know i think that did also change how i uh, interact with you because yeah you know it's it's just such a like they're still the same person you know when they act you actually meet uh online friends in real life but like you know just <laughs> seeing facial movements and like act them in a normal situation is just gonna uh change your perception of a person a little bit absolutely
1: yeah i agree
2: mannerisms and facial expressions
1: yeah i've been catfishing all of you this whole time <laughs> <laughs> i respect
0: it i mean <laughs> At, at, one, at some point you just have to say okay that's good effort <laughs> yeah um, Yeah. I also like the parts that next
3: that's about like sleeping on someone's couch oh,
2: that's such a good line just yeah. the comfort of like it's not your house it's not your family's house but still feeling content and secure there
3: yeah and I do feel that way like there's I mean obviously now that it's COVID I don't sleep at other people's places but there was a time but there was a time and then it was like i i I do uh, like i can't think of like specific people or specific people's places where i just you know wasn't able to actually fall asleep Mm -hmm. because it felt like weird and unfamiliar and then like others if i like knew them better or like was at their places more often it was easier so again a simple thing you can relate
0: to what do y'all think what is this it's been four hours now since I've wandered through your place. Does that mean he's been like wandering through that place four hours? For four hours? Um, I read it think? more as
2: it's, uh, there's been and four hours since he last walked through it. So it's not, like I don't know, but
0: yeah, so right or maybe now, he's doing there it now,
2: anymore. but the last time was yeah. four hours ago. Mm.
3: Mm. No, to me, it feels like, to me, it feels like uh, when you spend some time with someone and then they leave or you leave and you like think back and like, damn you know, like, because mm-hmm. I, I do have that sometimes that I just, I only realize, uh, how much I care about someone after I, uh, after I let that sink in, like not because when you interact with someone, you just, you know, constantly feed off the energy. And then when it's over, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. now I can reflect
0: on that. Sure. Because to me, it's, it's a very specific feeling this verse gives me. And the second one too is a, it's a to me, it's a specific situation. I'm at a friend's house mhm because I'm not doing well and they are just living their life. They are like yeah. crocheting and playing the guitar and like milling about. And I'm just there, like sometimes wandering. And I also love that wandering aspect because it's like not you're aimlessly at this place and you like go to the bookshelf and you go back to the couch again. And, and like you're just living mm-hmm. in their presence. Like for me, it's exactly that. And that there's no, there's no, more feeling like home than being at a place of a friend you love and you're just there and that's what i think this song captures for me
1: Mm -hmm. kind of feels like a friend like taking care of you when you're sick yeah which i've i've uh i've been the taker carer of i haven't been the the other end of it but it's a very sort of it's a very intimate act of of showing care to another person
0: yeah yeah and when you bring the blankets I cover up my face so it's like you do feel a little ashamed by how vulnerable you are in that situation mm-hmm. yeah that's actually
2: yeah. a really good point Jen about it could be someone being sick like with the blankets and you wouldn't just if you're hanging out with a friend I don't know I don't crochet when I'm with my friends but if you're watching over them taking care of them you do your own activities <laughs> so I maybe mean, yeah that's a good point yeah
3: I want to hit you with the. Uh, speaking of crocheting, I want to hit you with the genius annotation on that because I'm not. I don't know how I feel about that. So it says, uh, and this is for the entire part, like for the entire next verse from when you play guitar, listen to the strings buzz, the metal vibrates underneath your fingers, and when you crochet, feel mesmerized and proud. And the annotation for this is: Sufjan's friend slash lover is multifaceted, enjoying everything from rough metallic <laughs> guitar string, uh, a guitar. To the more delicate strings of fabric. Okay. <laughs> mm. Wow. A person of contrast.
1: <laughs> Dualism.
3: Rough strings and fine strings. Hmm.
2: The two genders.
3: Noticing every minute detail of his friend's hobbies and abilities, Sufyan reveals a caring, though not obsessive, attitude towards his friend-slash-lover. I don't think, like, noticing that your friend does crocheting and also playing <laughs> guitar is, like, such a deep... Extremely like you know insightful um, every minute detail thing. Uh, and then the next part <laughs> is with this within the verse, Sufyan shows fixation on this person's hands and a fascination on how he's able to create these kinds of art. As an artist, Sufyan finds himself falling deeper and deeper in love, may it be romantic or platonic, because his friend is able to create things from nothing. I don't think it's that deep. <laughs> personally i
1: think that's a valid interpretation
0: yeah because he's mesmerized and, pl- and proud i mean that's yeah
3: to me it feels more like like the to me the things about crocheting and guitar strings just feels feels more like this is probably like a specific person Sofia knows who yeah uh, who actually did these things like this doesn't feel like it's about well what a you know he cannot or they can handle Heart strings, but also like, guitar strings, but also
1: Ooh,
2: and
3: heart
1: strings. That's just that annotation feels like a like a, a, a high school English yeah. sort of yeah. analysis, where like you have a worksheet and it's just like, what are the what does these lines mean? And you're like, I mean, I don't think it's wrong. I just I think creating that like firm of a a interpretation is not something sufion likes to do i think he likes to just describe the feelings around a situation and then it's kind of up to you to like feel the vibe from it
3: yeah yeah i agree uh what was i gonna say crochet oh yeah i was gonna uh, add on to this crocheting thing that like we-, we mentioned crocheting on an early episode where this also comes up so that's, that's kind of interesting and i I learned that you can crochet different things actually mm. not only hats but to me it's like to me it's canon that this person is crocheting a hat because Sufyan is a famous hat liker.
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that adds up. It's her boy. Um, and do we, we want
2: to talk about... Um,
1: you have a
0: special theme? Yes.
2: And I can't take credit for it. Uh, credit goes to the Stephen Stevens Field posting group on Facebook. But someone brought up a theory that the lyrics are from the perspective of a dog, and I love that a lot because if you break down each line, yeah, um, especially I would say I love you, but saying it out loud is hard. Like dogs can't speak.
0: <laughs> Bro, because you're a dog, yeah.
2: <laughs> Bruh. Bruh but yeah just watching your owner do the little things and being mesmerized and proud i just think that's so sweet
0: uh mm.
3: so do you think that Sufian is being owned here
0: (laughs) yeah we shouldn't call them owners i like handler more companion because then we also have the
1: hand metaphor okay
2: there it is again
1: Sufian into pet play confirmed
2: (laughs) Oh no (laughs)
0: <laughs> we can
1: cut that if we need to. Um.
3: Oh, I will make that epi- the episode title. You know that. God
1: damn it. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I was debating, like, should I? Nah. And then I did.
3: We so. did so good at, like, actually uh, being genuine about this uh, that, you know,
0: sooner or later it had to happen. And I still, I mean, I really like the interpretation uh, of a dog because I oftentimes, I... This is gonna sound dumb, but I oftentimes feel like a dog in the way mm-hmm. I approach people, and I feel like I can like I can instantly recognize people who also are kind of like dogs because it's about like extremely mirroring the other person's energy and like I don't know. Uh, do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Kind or am I being too vague? I want you to go on. It's like it's like I can like just use my dog instincts to just decide, okay, I'm going to like 100% trust this person and be very like, very like super in love with them from the first moment on. And some people like just go with that as well. And then we're like, in this super like dog kind of mirroring each other's like enthusiasm about each other kind of moment. That's what dogs do to me. I don't Mm.
1: know. Versus, like, I don't know, I guess cat, I think there's, not to, like, well, I guess the logical, like, extent of that is, like, well, there are dog people and there are cat people, like, I think, uh... Sometimes archetypes are helpful. Yeah, like, you know, I feel like I'm more independent, and I, uh, you know... If you treat me, if you respect my boundaries and, you know, give me what I need in a situation, I can be, you know, affectionate and uh, playful in right. a given situation. But I, guess, I guess it's a matter of, like, yeah, I need, uh, it takes me uh, a little more to, like, trust somebody. Yeah. Like BitchFit said, uh, dog people like to run and scream while they cry. Cat people like to cry <laughs> naked inside.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Or... Uh, cat people know eat hot chip and <laughs> that's
0: also true <laughs> i really love the the dog thing though because yeah like dogs memorize your face they do be sleeping on your couches mm. they do I be could having see a blankets dog do that
3: yeah that blanket thing uh also like yeah you would probably like crochet and play guitar around your dog
2: and dogs wander they do wander
0: yeah they do As be creatures. wandering. yeah
2: they do be wondering
3: i don't think I don't think it's like intentionally about. Like, let's make this perfectly clear. I don't <laughs> think this is about it, though. No. <laughs> but right. um, but it's a
1: it's a fun thought experiment, fun interpretation. Yeah.
3: Also, the uh comments on the I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what to say about these because the oh, interestingly, someone did actually say say uh on the genius. This is a comment with one downvote saying genuinely thought this was about Doc's perspective about his owner.
1: Oh. Huh.
3: Give it an upload. Neutralize it. I'm going to give it an upload. <laughs> Do you think the comment wars are going on this for like, or the upvote, downvote wars are going on for this because it's so controversial. So actually, like hundreds <laughs> of people have <laughs> voted on both directions. And that's why it's like only minus one. 10
2: years later. Um, can we? Briefly talk about the performance on live on soundcheck. Please. Um, that video or that recording of it completely changed how I view the song. And it's so heartbreaking just his little faces that he makes at the end. He kinda tears up and then smiles at himself for tearing up. Even though you have to know that he's performed that song many, many times.
0: Yeah. I read that I read that comment mm-hmm. and I looked at it and I I don't see uh the- He's tearing up, though. He does. He totally does.
2: Yeah, he, he, like, rubs his eyes, too. Yeah,
0: but, like, (laughs) he's tired. And he always sounds like this. It's like, I I really don't think he's tearing up at that moment.
2: Really? I couldn't disagree more. I... Um,
3: I say, I'm on Julia's side on this. I think he totally... And, and it zooms in so much on his face. And I think he totally looks like he's he's tearing up and they're rubbing his eye and they're making a funny expression about, haha ha I teared up at my yeah. own song, what the fuck? I mean, that's mm. the sort of
2: face I make when
1: it's like, oh, God, I'm again. I'm looking at the very end. No, yeah, that's a that's absolutely a, I just got done crying, Haha, yeah. ha, funny sort of grin at the very end, hmm. to me at least.
0: Well, to me, it's like... Damn, these radio sessions sure are early in the morning. This was the first song we did, and my voice broke eight times. Yikes! That's that's the smile in the end. He didn't cry. Sorry.
2: (laughs) If his his voice is breaking, like uh, that's when he's crying. Yeah, this is getting rowdy.
0: Okay, right in, friends of the show. Um, If you're a team team Jan, no cry. Or if your team, everybody else, cry.
3: Mm, yeah, I'm gonna make a. When this episode goes up, I'm gonna make from the age of pods Twitter account. I'm gonna make right. a poll on this, so we can we can objectively <laughs> settle this question. I think. Good. If you if you're listening to this to this now, it's at age of pods on Twitter. We have 21 followers actually. So
1: hey, moving up in the world.
3: Yeah. Um and I think do we have anything else to say about this song? I think we had a good thorough discussion.
2: Yes, yeah, for a two-minute song, we did. We done good. Yeah,
3: I think I think so. Look, it's a good, it's a good thong. Good. Why do I say thong instead of song? Do I have a speaking thing? It's a good song. It is a good song, and uh, it's. Yeah, worth talking about in that.
0: Maybe, maybe Honor honourable mention uh, to the pum 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 like this, like, very, you know, there's a special guitar technique that you do, the pum 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 Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, the little... And, and I love it. Finger-picking, or what are you talking about? No, yeah, but it's a specific, like, you play it...
1: Yeah, where, like, kind of it kind of sounds like Halfway between a guitar and a piano, like a sort of yeah. It's the dink. It's the dink for me. Yeah,
0: it's
3: the it's the dink, folks. Maybe I'm gonna make that the episode title, so
1: don't get instead of Sufjan Pet play
0: Do y'all agree? By the way, that the that the voice effect is kind of kind of odd. I don't think so. To me, it sounds more like
3: it sounds more like an Elliott Smith. Are you talking about a specific
2: part of the song? It's distorted
1: no the whole effect oh. on his
2: voice
1: oh no i never heard that that just sounds like a normal sort of delay echoey kind of sound yeah. i don't know the right uh word for it but uh yeah i think it's i think it's a nice effect all right but you know I mean, there's
0: gonna
3: be like uglier effects on his voice i guess or like in on later songs he does kind of like to do that like up. Abs- Starting from this album, he likes to put effects on his voice. Maybe, you know, maybe it is the thing about...
0: Yeah, this one, this one also really prevailed. I think America has basically the same one.
3: Yeah, and like Tonya Harding has, a, has, has an echo. I think it's said. on Carrie yeah. and Lowell,
1: too. I think he just... Yeah, a lot of Carrie yeah. and Lowell, yeah. Mm-hmm. When I think bad effect, I think of like... Uh, was the Demetrius on uh, <laughs> on A Sun Kane. God. Like, that's what I think when I think of like bad effect. Or like... Uh, prowl great cane by the mountain goats yeah the effect on that one i don't love
3: uh yeah or like um but i don't even know if that's an effect or if that guy just sings into a bad microphone but like (laughs) a ton of um uh what's the a ton of guided by voices songs have that uh have have that thing where i'm not sure if he made his uh his vocals sound shittier on purpose or if he just uses like lo-fi equipment
1: who can say i'm not familiar with the man
3: I don't know if I don't know if you all are into guided by voices no they're a good but ba- they they have one good album that I like, and I haven't really dipped into their other stuff
1: that's an official age of pods uh stamp of approval
3: yeah on
1: on that uh, one guided by voices album that
3: one guided by voices and we always forget what it's called uh uh let me see what it's called b thousand yeah i always i know that it starts with b but i always forget what's the second half of it is yeah b thousand by guided by voices good album and it has a bad voice effect on it that i is kind of cool
2: so now you have to stop uh recording episodes for age of odds and just record an episode for each song on b thousand <laughs> it's
1: totally shift yeah. totally shift. Yeah, guided
3: gu- guided by podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> potted by voices yeah the thing is guided by voices could already be like the title of a podcast that's
1: true because, because voices it's the, true a podcast yeah that yeah. makes sense
0: that's the medium that is the medium
3: yeah we are all you are all you listeners are right now guided by our voices and i hope you appreciate
0: that cosmetic voices uh-huh. 10 pieces left that's a v- the word i learned in school <laughs> acousmatic mm. What does that mean? I think it's also an English word. It means like a voice that's coming from 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 nowhere. Shit, yeah, I love that. Okay. oh Okay. Good word. <laughs> I hope that's correct, but nobody's gonna fact check this because <laughs> why would not know? Anyway, thank you, Julia, for coming on the show. That was very nice and great.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. Thank you. It was a pleasure to have you on.
2: I look forward to hearing the rest of the apps
3: you know what me too (laughs) all right this has been the age of pods uh still your favorite sufian stevens podcast
0: big shout out to good episode network
3: yeah we're part of good episode productions which is definitely a real podcasting network
1: Uh, those rich people are funding us it's great and as always
3: when you crochet (laughs) i feel
0: mesmerized
1: and pod.